Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. The professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and moneroafinancial.com. And tell them Mickey Dudes sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at Wish Upon a Pastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. Humans, and welcome to a new and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast, making our return from a unfortunately long hiatus. Um, alongside me this week is in our fireside chat version is Dave Koch, all the way from the Sunshine State. Dave, how are you doing this evening? Uh, doing good. Uh, Debbie was sick for a very long time, and so was I, so I guess, you know, the union needed to just... Uh, have us all closed for a bit, but you know, lots of things, lots of good things going on in the, in that time when we were kind of took a little break. Yes, absolutely, and th- and then the, we do have some big news, Dave. Uh, while we were gone, and when I say gone, I mean we didn't go anywhere. We just weren't able to produce shows as frequently as uh, we would have liked. You were helping out the fantastic folks at Give Kids the World. Is that correct? Yeah, um, so after volunteering there since 2013, I actually had the honor of uh, joining the uh, joining the staff at Give Kids the World. Um, I was actually on the, I was actually on the payroll, and I was a um, uh, operations coordinator for Night of a Million Lights, their uh, y- their yearly uh, Christmas uh, fundraiser. So uh, my job was to uh, oversee any of the guest interactive areas, so carnival games, uh, the Santa meet and greet. We had a couple of uh, festive photo ops, and we also had a uh, kids' arts and crafts area where they can make Christmas ornaments to bring home as a little souvenir and write a letter to Santa Claus. All of those uh, areas were my... um, were basically under my supervision and uh, my job was to train the volunteers in each of the sections to uh, basically run run each section and I kind of ran around the event for uh, the entire night making sure everything was good with my volunteers and uh, pretty much uh, making sure that making sure those areas kind of continued to be as they say in the theme park business show ready well, that is fantastic, and obviously we here at the Mickey Dudes are a big, big uh, supporter of Give Kids the World, um, so your ability to help them in yep. that facet for their Night of a Million Lights is fantastic, so thank you, Dave, for oh, doing pleasure. that. Last week, my contract ran up, so I'm, I'm actually now back with the village full-time as a volunteer whenever I can do that, so... You know, it's nice to be back at my volunteer post. You know, it gave me something nice to put on a resume and everything. But, you know, when all is said and done, you know, while I liked being on staff for a while, you know, my heart lies with volunteering at the village. Yeah. And I can understand why. Yeah, um, but bigger, bigger news than that. Well, I know? wouldn't say it's bigger news. However, since uh, we've last talked. Um, yeah, you, you've uh 
we we have some we have some really great news to share with our listeners. Yes, uh, on December twenty seventh, uh, so just a short two and a half weeks ago, I became a father for the first time. Um, Congratulations, my oh, friend! Thank you. And she's beautiful. Yeah, my wife and I had a little girl, Skylar, um, who in the last two and a half weeks has taken over our lives, um, and I don't know that I would change it for anything. Um, it, it, it's definitely. an incredible experience for the last two weeks, two and a half weeks. She doesn't like to sleep, or excuse me, she doesn't like to be sleep without being held. Um, <laughs> so that's been quite the. Adjustment. Two weeks old, and she's she's already has daddy wrapped around her little finger. Uh, it took about two minutes for that to happen. <laughs> that's but, what, that's amazing, my yeah, friend. Yeah, it's been it's been fantastic. Um, and then as we get into this week's show, we are going to discuss a couple of things, um, namely Dave, your experience with the marathon weekend, also the news and happenings that have really transpired within the last. Two days. Yeah. Um, as we're recording this, it is one eleven. Um. So really, within the last two days, but there is, there is something that, you know, I, I, I feel that we need to address, and it's not good news. Um, the Disney Twitter community, the Run Disney community, and the human community in the Orlando community has lost a a great person. Um, Pure tragedy right here. Yeah, a, a fantastic person who was the epitome of nice and pleasant. And any time that I met him, any time I saw a picture of him, he had a smile on his face. And that is with um, the passing of Ian Barrett, who, you know, tragically passed away in his sleep. Um, I think as we're discussing now, what seems like uh, two days ago, maybe. Yes. Um, shortly after completing the Dopey, which was not his first Dopey. Um, so that would have been on Sunday, and we're recording this on a Wednesday, so. And it came out Tuesday that he passed away, Monday yeah. into Tuesday. So, so just about a day and a half after. Yeah. Um, th- there's really nothing to say other than the world is not as not in a good as place as it was before. Um, it it's it's abs- it's absolutely tragic. You know, I uh, I actually in my travels to run Disney, you know, I've met a lot of people on the course and just in the corrals and everything. Um, I have never had the pleasure of actually meeting him or coming across him, even though we've occupied the same space for years. It's just we've kind of always missed each other. But, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the loss is the loss is absolutely palpable and everything. You know, he is. You know, he was a very big presence in, in the community. And, you know, it's. When a tragedy like this happens, you know, everybody mourns the loss and everybody is affected. He touched many lives and um, in terms of just, you know, complete completing a challenge like that and everything, it's very inspiring. You know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, a, a, a um, an accomplishment like that empowers other people to see what see what they can do. So and, you know, to, um, you know. The tributes that are coming to coming through to him are talking about you know what a treasure he was and and uh, I know Chuck I know that you ended up uh, having a couple of interactions with him if you'd like to share some of your experiences with him yeah you know I I got to meet him once or twice um, I, I want to say it was once was definitely after a uh, uh, a wine and dine at the after party. Where you know it was two o'clock in the morning, and the man must have been exhausted, but still had you know an infectious personality and smile, and just a genuine kindness that um, can't be matched. Uh, you know it, it. It's terrible. Uh, there, there's really nothing else to say other than um, 
It is just terrible. Now, for those of you that don't know, um, but are local to Florida, Orlando City uh, Football, or excuse me, Soccer Club, apparently, is doing a 5K that the people of Twitter um, have created a team uh, in Ian's memory called the Sea Wombles. We're not going to tell you what the C stands for. If you if you want to look for it, you can find it. Um, but the race is Saturday, February 11th, 2023 at 8 a.m. Um, at Exploria Stadium in Orlando, Florida. It is a 5K race. By the time this publishes, um, the pricing structure will be $45 and then $50 a day of the race. So if you're so inclined um, and in memory of our, our friend Ian, sign up. Um, you can find it on the Orlando City Soccer Club page, on their Twitter, um, and I'm sure if you Google it, you can locate it with that being said, make sure you do join the Sea Wombles um, when you register as part of that team. A fitting tribute to him. Absolutely. Um, now, with all of that being said, we're in a new year. Um, it's been a tragic start, but we have 300 and... 60 or 54 days left to make things right um, and to, to live the life that we want to live and, you know, take enjoyment out of every moment. So we're here to talk about Disney and we're going to do it, by golly. Um, we're going to do a couple of things. Like I said, we're going to talk about Dave. You ran uh, the 5K. No, excuse me. The half this weekend. Um, if you want to call it running, um, I finished. I finished the half. You were a participant in the Walt Disney World half marathon. Is that correct? And yep, and legally crossed the finish line, as opposed to illegally crossing the finish line. Well, f- crossing the finish line on my own two feet and not in a uh, and not in a sweeper bus, which I actually was uh, anticipating might happen this time around. So not in the sad bus. Got it. You know, I'm going to call it the party bus because, you know, I've, um, you know, there's no, there's absolutely no shame whatsoever in being swept during a race because, you know, things happen sometimes. And yeah, I'm not going to, I'm never going to call it, you know, everybody has their own story. I've been, I've seen many people who have had to give up because of an injury or something like that. So I'm always I'm always going to call it the celebration bus because, you know, a lot of times people who end up getting swept, it's a new beginning for them because they're like, you know, next year I'm going to come back. I'm going to do this. And they come back stronger. Um, our, our friend of the show, Eddie Lucero, after being swept during his first marathon, finished his first marathon this weekend and ran the Dopey Challenge. So... He, well, uh, congratulations yeah. to to Eddie, who, uh, like you said, is a friend of the show. That is a tremendous accomplishment. Yeah. So you know, that bus is actually that bus is that bus is a renewal bus. So I'm going to call it the celebration bus, the party bus. In that way, I'm fine with that. But with you know, with that being said, Dave, why don't you walk us through your marathon weekend experience? Um, did okay. you do anything exciting, new? I well, heard packet pickup was kind of a mess. Well, so um, for, for me, you know, at the beginning, so this year they did a virtual line to kind of get into uh, the the, uh, the expo for when it opened because there's always a rush for Run Disney merchandise. And, you know, you get a lot of people that buy it right away and they put it up on eBay and everything. And they were trying to minimize that. So. Those people who are actually trying to get like legit merch for themselves, um, they were li- they, you know, they were up at the wee hours of the morning waiting to get into a virtual queue uh, to uh, get their um, you know it was almost like getting a boarding group over to get it. So okay, you know, that's a good analogy. Kind of, yeah, I mean, I had a friend that got in and she you know she was up at the crack of dawn to get in, but you know. They didn't call it to two thirty, 
she went in, she got a lot of the merchandise that she wanted, but some of the stuff that she did hope to get was already gone at that point too. So, you know, it kind of, you know, the first day packet pickup was a little bit uh, wonky, but, you mm -hmm. know, uh, since I was only running one race and I, uh, I do have a life in Orlando now. I actually did have to go to work. So I actually didn't show up to the expo until Friday. And my packet pickup was a cinch okay. because of that. I walked in and walked out, walked out of packet pickup, walked around the expo for a little while. Uh, and then just, uh, you know, enjoyed my, enjoyed myself a beer outside and ran into our uh, fellow, fellow Mickey Duke, Joe Quattrochi. Joe Quat, who will be on next week's show talking about his experience with uh, Run Disney. Now, did he run? Yeah, uh, he uh, he 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 competed in the marathon with his brother. I'll I'll let you uh, I'll let you talk to him about that. We were supposed to be on together to do our reviews of the uh, events of the weekend, but our schedules couldn't quite jive up this week, so. We decided to do this two parts. My, me this week and Joe will be on next week talking about that. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. But you know, it was I haven't seen, I haven't had the chance to see Joe in months, so it was, you know, being able to give Joe a hug and everything just kind of just it was just uh, it, it was the lift I needed at that moment. Okay. So you saw yeah. Joe. What else you got for from the weekend? So, okay. So for me. You know, when you, um, for me, uh, the holidays do not end with um, with the new year for me. Uh, holidays continue all the way into Marathon Weekend because Marathon Weekend for me is almost like a homecoming. Uh, I used to always go to go to Walt Disney World to run one of the one of the events since. Uh, I would guess, I guess about 2012 when I start when I started run, my Run Disney obsession, and I've made so many friends during that time, and we all kind of converge on Walt, Walt Disney World. This year, since I've been living here, though, it's been a little bit harder because you know I do have to go to work. Um, normally, I would be banking my days, uh, my days off to go to, to uh, take trips to Florida. I don't have to do that anymore. So now I, you know, I use my, I use my days off sporadically and everything. So it's kind of hard to like show up for the 5k and 10k to cheer, but I do cheer the marathon, but you know, there's a lot of people in town partying it up at the parks and at, you know, they're, you know, drinking at the expo and in the, in, in the beer garden and posting all these pictures while I'm sitting in my classroom, like, yeah, yeah. All my friends are out in the world having fun, and I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm like stuck at work. But you know, uh -huh. yeah. Dems so I'm a, I'm a thousand miles away, Dave, yeah, and I saw right. everything that you did. Oh no, I got you. Now, knowing that they're right around the corner, it's it's you know, and not having as much access, it's kind of, it's 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 a little bit it's a little bit more frustrating in that sense. But at the same time, you know, by the time I was able to get onto property and just you know. Just walking through wide world of sports and just meeting people that, you know, you know, who was coming back to the next race to get their legs KT taped up and everything at the expo and stuff like that. And just running into all these people. And then the next morning being in the corrals and just coming across all these people that I've grown to love and respect over these years. And, you know, I might not have seen them. For, I haven't some of them maybe for over a year, maybe for a couple months. But, you know. Once we see them, it's like we pick up where we pick up where we left off, and it was just an entire weekend of just a celebration of people in my life who have just made my life so special and empo empowered me through an athletic endeavor which I never thought I could do. I I I came from a family of jocks, and I was always the gym class joke. So the to be able to actually be able to run races when, you know, I always grew up, I had a, I struggled with a, with a weight problem and all that. And was, you know, I can never make it around the track once in high school, you know, without, you know, almost coughing up a lung. I was always, you know, no matter how much I tried to get in shape, I was always out of shape. Uh, being able, just being at marathon weekend, it's kind of, it kind of showed me, you know, it's, it's, it's a renewal for me to show, you know, it's a testament to the human spirit. These people 
helped me get to a point that was a better point in my life, a healthier point in my life. Uh, their, their coaching, their, their cheering me on kind of just empowered me and showed me I could do something I always thought that I couldn't do. And it's as a result of that, it also uh, has spilled over into other aspects of my life and always gives me that uh, reason and I guess drive to try something new. And I've it's a lot of that a lot of that I attribute to run Disney because you know I tried something that I thought I never could do and I thought you know and you know I've been for you know successful with it I, I the joke I always say is yeah since I started run Disney I've been running with it Dave that's a terrible joke I'll, yeah, no. I'll be honest with you yeah but all right, so we talked about the uh, the weekend itself. What about the actual race? How was the race? Was there any okay. you know unique characters, any special experiences that you had so, on the course itself? There actually, there actually were. So this this was a '90s theme, and for those of you who grew up with the Disney Afternoon, so like shows like I know, it was uh, Ducktales, Darkwing Ooh. Duck, uh, Goof Troop. Later on, they added Bonkers. They had Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, all through the expo and actually all across the course. What they were doing was they were playing Disney afternoon themes. So Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, Goof Troop, Bonkers, DuckTales, and they were mixing it with early 90s music. So you would hear Hanson Umbop, then you would hear Madonna Vogue, and then it would be DuckTales. It was like, it was, it was surreal. It was just the weirdest it was just the weirdest playlist. And then they, uh, the Disney Afternoon also had its own jingle that they were playing that I have not heard since I was a child. And just walking through world's wide, wide world of sports, hearing the Disney Afternoon jingle just took me took me back to a simpler time in my life. And just it was just pure nostalgia for me. Unlock some uh, n- some nostalgia that you didn't know was still there. Yeah, no. Like, Unlocked a core totally, memory. Yeah, it, it, it yeah, it, it basically did. Okay. And um, so they they what they one of the things I like about Marathon Weekend is they always have some very obscure characters, some old friends that pop up, and ones you wouldn't expect. Like like earlier, like on my race before the race, you could take a picture with Megra, for instance. It's it really does not happen. Um, so, uh, you know me, I'm a character guy. And mm-hmm. this time around, like, I will stop for a new character that I've never met. And I'll get in line and I'll, I'll, take, I'll take a picture with them. But this race, I just, with the Give Kids the World job going on, and I was also having, I was also dealing with a knee injury that happened during, uh, happened in September that I was kind of recovering from. I really didn't get I had signed up for this race early in the spring, earlier in the spring. It was going to start a training program when I couldn't bend my knee for about a month. That kind of went by the wayside. And when it started to heal, I got this job at Give Kids the World where I was teaching in the morning and then eight hours of working, working for Give Kids the World afterwards, 16 hour days straight through my weekends when I was time to actually do my long runs. Uh, I'll be honest, I was catching up on needed sleep from the stress of the two jobs because, you know, my weekends I wasn't off. From three to midnight, I was back at Give Kids the World for the event. So I was not able to do a single training run or do the, you know, when you train for a run Disney event, the schedule usually has you one day on the weekends doing a longer run, and then they have you do maintenance runs usually twice a week. That was just not happening. Okay. This time around, so I felt I paid for the I paid for the for the bib. I was going to say, you know, I might as well just get the experience and you know see how far I can go based on me- muscle memory. And you know, it kind of it kind of stinks because I love to stop for characters and everything, but right, but you know. Since I'm undertrained, um, I can't afford to do that. I just have to. Cont- Once I go, I'm just going to continue going until, if if I can cross the finish line, great. If not, if I end up uh, 
if the balloon ladies pass me and I end up getting swept, I'm at a point in my life after I've ran over 50 half marathons. I ran three. I ran three marathons. I'm dopey. I have nothing to prove to anybody. I'm just going to go out and just enjoy this for what it is. Okay. And so that's pretty much how I took this race. Uh, I was going to say, I'm not stopping for characters. I'm not stopping for characters. Did I stop for characters, Chuck? Of course you did. Of course I did. So at first, I'm like, I'm going to stick to my guns. And the first, now, what I noticed about, now, I did the half marathon on Saturday. They had a lot more characters out on Sunday during the marathon. Usually for the half marathon, they usually have it. They have separate characters on the 5K. They And then they have another set of characters for the 10K. The half marathon characters, most of them who show up on the half marathon will also show up on marathon day also. Uh, but, you know, you never it's it's never guaranteed as far as that. OK, but um, for instance, uh, you know, they had Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, uh, you know, but they you know, they had the villains from Rescue Rangers going uh, another, during the marathon, for instance. OK, makes sense. That. Yeah. Moderate Jack was out on during marathon. For me, I've met most of the characters that meet during these events, but every now and then they will throw they will throw out a really obscure one. And what was shocked me was before I got to the first mile, there was already two character stops. And right from the beginning, right after right after they shot off the fireworks from my group to go. First character stop I got on, I was kicking myself because there was Esmeralda from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I never met her. And I had a chance to finally get my picture taken with her, and I had to pass her up. And it was the hardest thing for me to do. I was just, I was kicking myself, but I knew, okay, I just got my, I need to get myself into a, um, into a rhythm for this. I cannot stop at the moment. And the entire race, I was just like, I should have stopped for that picture. I should have stopped that picture. But if I did, I probably would have got swept. Later on, I met some friends on the course. And I, I have I have some really fast friends. And what they do is they run with other people. And the fastest guy on, on the team will run like as, you know, he'll run like the wind to the next character stop, get online. And then let everybody else would catch up for him and they would jump in for a group picture. So he would stay in line and then as it got closer, he would just let everybody else go, oh, we're waiting for people. We're going to do a group picture. So go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So finally, after they had like five or six times, I kept passing them. They're like, you want to stop for a picture? I'm like, I can't stop now. Finally, we get to um, a, part of, a part of the race. After, after you get out of the Magic Kingdom, uh, which is which was mile five at this time. Which you now you basically you start mile mile five and miles mile six is actually in the is is in the Magic Kingdom. Mile five, actually, yeah, no, sorry, mile four is where mile four is where you enter into the kingdom, and then you have um, by mile seven you're coming out of it. And you're going down a stretch of road between the Grand Floridian, Polynesian, and Shades of Green. And the problem with that road is one they have to keep one side. Oh, it's 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 a uh, it's a double line road. And it's, so it's two lanes, uh, traffic going both ways. They have to leave one road they have to leave one lane open for traffic. So they take everything down to one lane and it's just traffic cones keeping between the between the runners and the motorists we call it cone alley and it's just impossible to run during that during that time and um they started to have some characters around that time uh and i ended up walking and found my group of people that were taking their pictures so i'm like you know what a race is not complete without getting a group picture with you guys so i did i did jump into a picture with all of them with hades actually because we had somebody waiting in line they got they got there ahead of us 
And then I continued on and then I just kept on telling myself, I'm not going to get swept. I'm not going to get swept. I'm not going to stop for any more characters. And then about mile nine, I see Tarzan's ape parents. I have never seen them. I didn't even know that they existed as characters in Walt Disney World. Right. Chuck, what was I supposed to do? Well, you have to get your picture taken. Yes. Tarzan's mother Tarzan's mother needed to needed to go get some bananas, so I ended up with his silverback father. Okay. And all that. So um, you know, that was that was a that was an interaction I couldn't pass up. Fun fact about them, they are actually Tim Sweska's uh, cousins. Oh yes. You know, I did I did give my regards to, I did give my regards uh, from Tim at that point, so Okay. Uh yeah. So basically, um, that was around mile nine. I was good until mile 10, and then I just started to just lose. I started to lose uh, steam at that point. And it was good because at mile, at mile nine, you know, I found out that there was an official at, the, there was an official at mile 11. And, they to- and I asked the official, you know, how far behind are the sweepers? And they said, they're nine minutes behind you. So I had to kind of make myself go. That was at mile 11. Mile 12, the, the official who was riding on the bike got to the mile markers I got there. I asked him again, where are they? And he said five minutes behind. And I was as I was going through, uh, going through that part of the course, it was a, it was a switchback. Far off in the distance, I could see the balloon ladies coming for me. So... I knew, okay, I got to just, I just got to book this. I got to make myself go. But at that point, because there's some, because of the um, point in the race where it becomes so narrow, it's kind of hard to, hard to run because so many people are in this one lane of a two lane road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, once my body stopped, once my body stopped running, I couldn't get it to, I, and started to walk. It was very hard to get it back to starting. But somehow, some way, made into Ep- made it into Epcot. Uh, re- uh, during in Epcot, I found two of my two of my closest friends, and we all we all ended up uh, crossing the finish line together. That's fantastic. And how was the uh, the medal this year? So what I loved about all of the medals is all of the medals have some type of uh, special special effect to them. Either they're spinners or something like that. Uh, for the half marathon, which is always known as the Donald, uh, the half marathon had that Donald and Daisy where uh, they that um, the Donald and Daisy on this medal, they can, it's basically uh, designed so that it looks like Donald and Daisy are running across the medal and they, they move. Okay. And you can slide them back. That's a slider. And the sliding part is Donald and Daisy running the course. So, so all in all, would you do the, another half marathon? Are you going to do another half marathon? Oh yeah. No, I'm, 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 I, I like the half distance. Uh, my next race that I'm signed up for is the springtime surprise 10 miler, which is going to be uh, Pixar themed. I believe it might be toy story themed for the, and that's going to be in early, in early April. Yep. But, um, half, ma- half marathons are an, are a nice distance for me. They cut down now. They're challenging, but they're also attainable for me. I, I will never do another marathon again. I don't have the time in my life to uh, to devote to the training. From going from a 5K to a 10K is kind of easy, and a 10K to a half marathon is kind of easy. But going from half marathon to marathon is a whole different animal. And it's just, uh, you know... It's one of those things. I'm glad I did it. I did it a couple times, and I'm still amazed that I was able to finish each time. Uh, it was a growing experience, but at the same time, from marathons, never again. Okay, makes sense. Uh, I always say I'll do half. So I'm lazy like that. Eh, yeah, you're lazy <laughs> enough to run 13.1 miles or whatever it is, 13.2. Well, I don't walk the whole. I don't run the whole thing. I do the walk, the the run walk method. Uh, usually, 
usually it was 30 seconds of walking, 30 seconds of running. Uh, this time I was very conservative on my on my run walks. I did 10 seconds of running and 50 seconds of walking. And okay. It actually, because I wasn't trained, I didn't. I wasn't expecting much. I was fully expecting not to finish this race, but I was able to stay the course. So you know, I think in some ways this will, this is probably I'm probably most proud of this half. Because it was one that just, it kind of showed me that, you know, I'm still able to do it. I still got it. You know, muscle memory is a good thing. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds like a fantastic um, weekend and quite the accomplishment. So, again, congratulations, Dave. Now, let's move into the second half of the show where we're going to talk about two breaking news stories. Maybe three, if I could remember what the third one is. But the first breaking news story out of the Walt Disney World Resort came to us yesterday, where Disney is once again instituting free self-parking at all Walt Disney World hotels. As of 2018, Disney was charging guests... Well, excuse me, as of March 21st, 2018, Disney required guests to pay for an overnight parking per night at all Disney World-owned resort hotels at Walt Disney World Resort. Um, I have a question about this one, Sean. Yes. Did now on your trips? Did you ever have a rental car? And if so, did did you actually get billed? Uh, yes, we did have a rental car. No, we did not get billed. So our honeymoon was in April of nineteen, maybe, and we spent about two weeks ish at Walt Disney World. One of those nights, or two of those nights, maybe. We had a rental car for three days. We got it from uh, the Buena Vista Hotels um, because there's a Hertz over there. So we didn't have to go to the airport, nothing like that. We only had it for three days. But because we were staying at Pop Century, we drove into Art of Animation and we're like, hey, we're just here for lunch. Let us in. And they're like, all right, yeah, that's fine. You're not staying here because they will scan your magic band. Um, And then we just drove around the perimeter road and parked at Pop Century. That is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. The reason why I ask you that is because I found that they were very inconsistent. They seemed to have charged when they wanted to charge, and sometimes they weren't charging. Well, they were very inconsistent because there was a time that we actually Ubered in, and they tried to charge us. And we're like, wait, 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 wait. That was an Uber. We don't have a car. What are you, nuts? Um, so wow. it, it was very inconsistent. I mean... The the cast member at the front desk for that one took care of it, no problems. But it was very inconsistent. Now it's across the board. They are, it, for the first time in forever, they are making a decision that benefits the guest experience as opposed to the pockets uh, of the CEOs. Yeah. So I am ex- I am excited about that. I mean, I've actually. The reason why I've always wondered this is because I've actually gone to different Disney resorts and hung out with people and was too drunk to drive because mm-hmm. we were at the, we were at the bars and I had to literally leave my leave my car at the resort and you know park it overnight and then from there end up going um, getting getting an Uber back home and the next day going back to the resort to pick up my car when I was at when I was legally able to drive again. Right. Which and, is smart, obviously. Yeah. They red tag your car if they do you have to actually tell you tell them, Oh, I'm spending I'm I'm leaving my car here and everything and they give you a uh, a placard to put out there so case security comes, but you know when that happens, you know, the last times I decided, okay, I can't drive and I gave the keys to people I'm not thinking. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go and tell the uh, front desk that I need to. Uh, I need to tag my car. You know, I'm not in that mental state to do that and everything. You know, it's, I'm lucky I gave the keys away. Key, keys away to my friends at that point. You know, I would just kind of leave my car there and, you know, I've had it where I've driven people in that were staying at the resort, and yep. they still never got charged for my car staying there for the over overnight. So. I am, um, you know, other times, you know, I have stayed and they charged me. Other times they didn't. They didn't. So I've always been kind of just wondering if they did lax that and then 
before they actually made that announcement that they're not going to be charging anymore, I literally was like, okay, I, I didn't, I wasn't aware that they were actually enforcing the charge lately anyway. You know, they may not have been enforcing it lately, very, very truthfully, which is why they're like, all right, this is just, it's a gesture of goodwill on something that we weren't doing in the first place. I wouldn't put it past them for that. No, me either. But that is good news. And a second good thing coming out of the Walt Disney World Resort is Walt Disney World annual pass holders will no longer need reservations to visit in the afternoons. Um, so basically, pass holders can now visit parks after 2 p.m. on afternoons without reservations. This does not include the Magic Kingdom on Saturdays and Sundays when a reservation will still be required. Um, this My is... question with that now Go is ahead. Do you, can you still can you still hop to the kingdom after having a reservation somewhere else well, on Saturdays I would assume and Sundays? No, because you need you don't need a reservation somewhere else. So it's so if so if I have a reservation, let's say if I have a reservation, you mean like a morning Epcot reservation, a morning reservation. Can I go to the kingdom after this? That wasn't clear to me. I'm assuming that I could still do that. That does seem like it would be the case. However, this is not um, live yet as opposed to the free parking. But, but if I didn't have a reservation for a park on that Saturday, mm-hmm. you would not I be able go, to. I can go to any park after two, but I can't go to Magic Kingdom. Without I a reservation, correct. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. And, I you mean, know, past blackout dates will still continue. Um, I also see that pass holders will also receive access to Disney photo pass lenses um, and one complimentary Cinderella Castle mural of memories experience. Um, whatever that is. Um, so they are giving things back. The castle. Okay, well, they're yes. giving things back, which is, you know, good to see. Again, it's a second decision that was made within two days of today, actually. Uh, two decisions like this were made very, very, very back to back. And here we are putting guest satisfaction back into the forefront as opposed to Wall Street. Um, and then the last news story that I want to talk to you about, Dave. Walt Disney World has announced that the Tron light cycle run, which has been under construction for seemingly 17 years, has an official opening date of April 4th of 2023. Dave, what are your thoughts on this? Are you excited? Are you not? Is it just kind of meh? No, I'm ex- I'm excited about I'm excited about Tron. I still haven't seen the movie. I guess and, I yep, will see. I, I, won't. I guess I guess I will see the movie beforehand. Uh, they've actually had like during during the um, Christmas party and during the Halloween party, they've actually been running the Tron like cycle in the background to kind of get people's uh, appetite a little bit wet okay for that you know you could see it off in the you could see it off in the distance running and all that so it uh, i dri- i drive behind the magic kingdom a lot to uh, get across town and they finally uh they finally got rid of the uh, go away green skims around the uh construction site so you could actually see the entire building now backstage, and every time I every time I do, I just get excited for it. So it's going to be a nice addition to the park. The one thing I am wondering is how you're actually going to access it from the park because it is next to it is next to uh, Barnstormer, but that's you know Barnstormer is part of Fantasyland. You know they, it's. This is an. Ex- I would assume this is an extension of Tomorrowland. So, I kind of feel like, you know, how exactly are they going to make a pathway from where exactly? Where exactly are they going to like? What is going to be the actual point of the access point? Access to yeah to uh, to Tron. That's what I'm kind of thinking is going to be the interesting part. I did get to ride the train. And go under the Tron part about that, so I was excited about that. So, okay, well, it's, it, it's exciting and to me. Um, I'm not going to make a special trip for it, but I am excited next time we end up down there to be able to experience something that they've been building for ten years. And they're giving us something back on the same day. With what? 
our nighttime spectaculars. Oh, yes. I completely forgot about that. Gone soon uh, is going to be uh, Disney's Enchantment, which will be glowing away and uh, the fireworks show in the lagoon. That wasn't very good. Harmonious. Um, Enchantment will be replaced with Happily Ever After, everyone's favorite. Um, and then Epcot Forever will be replacing Harmonious. Harmonious. So I'm looking forward to having Epcot Forever back. I'm looking now, forward own, to um, the other one. The new one that's coming? No, Happily Ever oh. After. Well, yeah. Well, you 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 have you have a special connection to Happily Ever that After. That is correct. If you want to, yep. if, you we, want to sh- if you want to share that with the audience, my wife and I did get engaged on a Happily Ever After uh, fireworks cruise, and it was our uh, wedding song. Yep. What was it? A so. wishes fireworks cruise. I don't remember. I think it was Happily Ever After. Pretty probably sure. by that Pretty time sure. it was probably have, happily ever after. I'll be honest with you. The first time when I when I heard the news, you you and Heather were the first people I thought of actually. Yeah, and uh, it's very very exciting for yeah. both of us. Um, I'm sure on that. So yeah, that's why like you know, first first group of people that I ended up texting when I saw it was uh, you know the Mickey dudes chat because you know I knew you would see it right there first so if yep. you hadn't seen it already if you weren't on if you were working and hadn't seen your <laughs> I'm social not working. media I'm uh, I'm currently in full dad mode so I, oh, yeah, I miss a lot pa- you're, you're on paternity yeah sure am. at the moment so yeah yeah well, so a lot of good things coming out of the Walt Disney World Resort which is your favorite news story what are you most excited for um, and, you know, if you part- participated in the marathon weekend, let us know. But, Dave, yeah. unless if there's anything else you'd like to add, I think that puts us at a good spot for tonight. There is one thing I actually want to talk about. Oh, actually. please do. Yeah. You know, it seems like Universal has followed suit with announcements after Disney's made all these announcements because they've also uh, made Disneyland announcements, but Universal is going to have me traveling around the entire country in a couple of years. Yeah, I saw. Was it Texas? So they're having, they're creating a uh, a, a family-style park that will, uh, will be um, catering to smaller children. But, you know, the fact is that they're creating a Universal park. It's going to be, you know, I would still go to this just just to kind of see what they did with it because Universal is spectacular and what they do with their theme parks. And they're also opening uh, a a year-round fright experience in Las Vegas. Halloween horror experience. Yeah, those are two big announcements. Yeah. And the the thing with this is nobody saw these things coming out. You know, with with Disney, there's rumors going around with all this. Universal has this ability to be tight-lipped until something comes out, and nobody saw these coming. These were like, these were like uh, announcements out of left field. Everybody was like, "Huh, what?" And you know, it kind of it's it's interesting to see the two different styles. Where I think sometimes Disney will leak something a little bit to kind of get the people's views prior. Universal is just, you know, oh, by the way, we're doing this. And it, it kind of is always the same. People see uni- people see more Disney announcements coming, but Universal announcements are just, you know, they're, they're just as exciting for people who, who live in this area or just love, just love theme parks. Yeah, and those are, are tremendous announcements, especially with HHN um, being... Uh, a cult favorite to have a, a full year experience granted in Las Vegas. Um, people are going to flock to that in, in my opinion. Well, my, my thing is this, it's coming to, it's coming to an entertainment complex called area 15. Um, basically, you know, they have go-karts, they have, uh, all different bars, different restaurants in there. They have mini golf. They have, a, you know, they usually have a movie theater, all sorts of all, all sorts of amusements are in an area 15, and um, they're opening one in Orlando too. So I'm wondering if this is successful over there. If they might just open a saddle, even though the park is near here, 
if they might follow suit and put put this uh, traction in Area 15 over here, too. I think that answer is a resounding yes. Yeah, well, time will tell. I don't think the Area 15 has opened yet in Orlando, but it is one of those things that is going to be a new, a, a welcome, a, a welcome introduction among a city of amusements. Yeah, I, so. I fully agree. Yeah, it's a very inter- it's a very interesting time to be a theme park fan in uh, Central Florida and well, California for that matter too, and all and over the place. Looks Texas, like now Vegas. Texas and Las Vegas. So yeah, sky's the limit. Keep blue skies, boys. Yes, absolutely. So, anything else, Dave? That's pretty much it on my end. All right, that is all I have. So we're going to wrap it up this evening. Dave, why don't you tell the people where you could be found? You can find me on uh, Instagram at Figments Reality. Perfect. I can be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. You can find us all on Facebook and Twitter at The Mickey Dudes. And you can find us on Instagram at The Mickey Dudes Podcast. Thank you all for joining us this week. Thank you for sticking with us after our uh, hiatus. And we will see you all again real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. Exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.